So the other half and I went to the gym at the weekend, haven't joined a gym in a long time and I decided I was going to ease myself in gently. <laughs> so I said to the other half, do you know what, I'm actually going to have a swim and a sauna and it felt really nice. Um, the fact that I would be going into the pool whilst he was having a workout and then my past insecurities kind of came to me. I, I don't know what happened. Um, and we're talking about things from a long time ago. But I suddenly started feeling very insecure about going in the pool. And this is going to sound like a first world problem, but um, sort of tying my hair up. It was a really weird thing. Um, and I'll come to that in a bit. But <laughs> what made me laugh is that um, I kind of put this very sheer serum-y foundation on because I didn't want to go in there in the pool bare-faced. Um, I'm sorry, pool filters, but I put some eyebrows on, put a little bit of mascara on just to give me a little bit of confidence. Um, but it, the other half, later on in the day, said to me, I don't know what you've done to your face, <laughs> but you look really nice, natural. Keep doing that. And I just, I was so insulted. I was like, what? You know, it's like he'd stabbed me in the heart. When you spent so many years hiding your face, um, you then realise you're insulted. You know, I was insulted because my boyfriend had said to me that he preferred my face more naturally than when I did proper makeup. So, yeah, what's that all about? So it's a really weird thing, being insulted when my boyfriend told me he liked my face. <laughs> the face that I've been trying to cover up for years and years and years. And you know what? If that makes me still insecure, then so be it. And um, the thing I want for this podcast more than anything is, is to actually be really brutally honest about things. I know sometimes it, <sighs> there's some amazing coaches out there who have everything that you could possibly want. They're beautiful. They've got amazing personalities. They've got a fantastic life and careers that they're you know, just absolutely loving. And they are telling you that you can have it all also. And I believe that because I know the process that you go through and the transformation that can be made. But if you come from a place of very low self-esteem, self-doubt, self-consciousness and insecurity, that leap can seem far too big to jump. And so it almost becomes unobtainable. And when you have such a level of insecurity, you do really need to kind of get to the bottom of it um, and to really dissect it. And if you work with me, this is we look at the belief systems and but we go on to kind of make sure that you come out of that and have a transformation. But that doesn't mean to say that from that day forward, you're going to be cured because things will come up and challenge us when we least expect it. And that's exactly what happened to me on Sunday. The um, issue around, I just wanted to go in the pool and have a swim, but that meant I couldn't put on a full face of makeup because people would think I was a bit stupid to do that. And then when I got over that one, I was thinking, oh my God, what do I do with my hair? Now, first world problem, my hair is very long and very thick. I'm very lucky. 
But you know you get those women who can just like put it in these beautiful messy buns. <laughs> I, I just can't do it. Hair bands aren't strong enough and then my hair slips up. Anyway, I don't really like tying my hair up off of my face but it's just you know I've been that way for years and years and years I've accepted it um but obviously the process of um taking my hair away from my face was taking me back to my days when I was a teenager and had all my hair chopped off so at the age of 14 um I went from having really long waist length hair and had it all chopped off and it was a disaster and I had a boy's haircut basically um and I know this sounds awful, but I would say that was probably the most traumatic time of my life. I mean, my father's died, um, but as an adult, you know, adult, you learn to deal with things. But as a child at 14, when you're starting to, um, you know, become aware of boys and your sexuality and you're being attracted to people, you I then felt hideously ugly. And it wasn't just a feeling, um, people tease me about my hair, like really, really tease me. And I just felt ugly, 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 ugly. And I don't care what anyone says. I've actually got the school photos to prove it. <laughs> um, but that, that, that's what was coming back to me. That was what was coming up for me. So I was getting ready to go swimming um, at home. And I could feel the insecurity rising. It was just there starting to bubble, 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 bubble. Now, in a past life, before I did all this work on myself and before I kind of transitioned into who I am now, that insecurity would have ruined everything. So I would have had a major tantrum and I would have stropped and I wouldn't have gone swimming or whatever event it might be that I was doing. And... Also, what happens is, is when you feel ugly, you actually become very ugly and you can behave in a really ugly way. Um, and in fact, I've remember times I've got so angry with myself because I'm so ugly. <laughs> if I'd have been in a room with myself, I would have, I would have punched the living lights out of myself. But that horrible, overwhelming feeling um, is just nasty. And so anyway, I could feel this past insecurity coming up, bubbling up. Um, but it did not ruin my swimming trip. I'm going to tell you what I did, okay? Now, the thing with your mind is that, and you will probably have heard this, so many coaches talk about this now, um, your mind does everything it can to keep you safe. It's programmed to, to sense danger and to stop you getting into danger. But of course, the times when we needed our mind to do that have, have evolved. And so we now don't have those life-threatening situations, you know, just by going to pick some vegetables and stuff. So life has evolved, but the mind pretty much has stayed in that fight or flight situation. So whenever you are about to step out of your comfort zone, your mind sees it as a danger. So it tries to pull you back and stop it. So my subconscious is saying to me, don't, you've got to put your hair up. It's probably telling me I'm going to look like Gareth. Everybody's going to think I'm ugly. 
And and that is then what starts overriding your rational self, okay? And your thoughts become increasingly irrational. So what I did, and you can do this and you can find a technique that works for you, is I first of all had to take responsibility. You might be thinking, well, what the hell is that going to do for insecurity? But I'll tell you what it does. It brings you back into some kind of rational headspace. So by coming down and thinking, right, hang on a minute, how, who else does this affect? Because if it just affects me, that's fine. But it didn't just affect me. I was going to the gym with my partner and it was his first time going for quite some time. And if I'd have had a tantrum, it would have ruined his experience and his day. So that helped me rationalise, hang on a minute, this isn't all about me. There's somebody else in the equation. And then that helps just bring you down a little bit. Then you've kind of got to take the attention off of yourself, okay? So what happened is we went to the gym and I went into the ladies' changing rooms. The other half was actually going to go into the gym and I was going to go use the swimming pool. So I went into the ladies' changing rooms. You might have just had my tummy rumble then. And this is what I did. I got undressed, I put my swimming costume on, put my stuff away and I walked straight to the toilet, I didn't look in any mirrors or anything at all and I sat on the loo and I did my hair. I just put it up, couldn't see what I looked like but that is what I decided to do. I then went, uh, walked into the pool area and at our gym there's um, glass all around the pool and you can see the people using the gym equipment. So I kind of <laughs> walked up and down for a little bit trying to find my other half and like waving at him and then I realised he just couldn't see me and I was probably looking like a plonker um so then I went and hung my towel up and I was just zoning out at this point I just thought this is me on my own and I'm just going to find the spot that I want to enter the pool at and I didn't make eye contact with people um at first But then what I did start to do is actually make eye contact and smile at people. Because the next thing you need to do is realise it isn't all about you. And this is the thing with insecurity. We become consumed with our thoughts. What about me? What are people thinking about me? What are people saying about me? But actually life does not evolve around you. People are too busy with their own lives and getting on with their own enjoyment and their own things. And it is that thing of you need to get over yourself So when you can take responsibility, recognise who else is being affected and then you take the attention off of yourself. Um, The other thing that I did is I started humming. (laughs) So I was like, "Mm." Uh, easy to do in a very loud swimming pool, lots of kids in there. Don't recommend it in like a boardroom situation or anything else. But then there are tapping techniques and things you can do. Um, But... (sighs) anything that kind of just helps you focus so whether that is just tapping your foot on the bottom of the pool um at one point I just kind of um just sort of exercise my legs whilst focusing on the clock on the wall just focus on something and think about things that aren't really about your insecurities now it's not simple and it is difficult sometimes um but doing that it just helps you rationalize and the other thing I was going to say actually is one of the things that we worry about so for example me 
putting my hair up and feeling ugly and self-conscious. That doesn't actually stop me going for a swim, does it? That doesn't, that doesn't stop me. Because even if I felt like that, but there was nobody at the pool, I would just get in, it wouldn't be an issue. But the fact that there are other people, my, um, my belief system was that people are going to think, who's that ugly woman in the swimming pool? Okay. Now, even if they do think that or did think that, no one's going to come up to you and say that, are they? No one's going to come up and go, oh my God, you're ugly. Please get out of the pool. Like people don't do it. And then what we do is we get paranoid because we don't know what people are saying. We then end up telling ourselves stories and getting paranoid about someone that's looked at us and then whispered to somebody and then we think they're whispering about us. Um, And again, that's where we have to come out of that state of paranoia and get over ourselves. Um, I used to be terrible for that. I used to, if I ever walked in a room and people stopped the conversation, my cheeks used to burn. I was convinced they were talking about me. But now I just rationalise it and just say, you know, the world does not revolve around me and people are allowed conversations that I'm not part of. And again, even if they are talking about you, you're not going to know what's been said. um, And you just kind of have to, to brush that off, really. So I just wanted to um, share an experience that cropped up for me at the weekend and what I did to... um, I suppose, support myself in that. Um, Because it's hard sometimes. You know, if I'd have said to my other half, oh, God, I'm going to feel ugly. I actually did say to him, it's bringing up some insecurities for me. But it was also, in a sick and twisted way, quite a good thing for me to go through for the opportunity of doing this. But, um, you know, he'll just say, don't be stupid, you know, blah, blah, blah. But when you believe something about yourself, it doesn't matter. All the reassurance in the world doesn't matter. And that's why... The only way that we can um, seek true, I don't want to use the word cure, but deep um, transformation is by really getting to the root of where the insecurities come from in the first place. And if you can do that element of processing, it's so incredibly powerful. Um, And I have actually got something on my website for you if you would like to um, really start transforming and changing the way that you see yourself, which I'll give you some details of in a minute. Um, But just to end, will I I wear less makeup um, to please the other half? And the answer is (laughs) never, 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 never. No, I love makeup now more than ever. Um, So no, I'm always going to wear my makeup. On my website, if you go to the resources tab, there is a change the way, change the way, change the way you see yourself in seven days workbook. It's quite comprehensive, um, but if you follow the process, it will really help you dig deep and really understand some of these limiting self-beliefs that you have about yourself so that you can go on to um, transform that and really just start doing the things that you want to do with no more holding back and missing out on things and if you'd also like to work with me then you can find details there also www.laylaallen.co.uk